This episode is being brought to you by Soul Tribe Publishing House. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is a Soul Sister Sunday podcast. My name is Kim. And I am Jay. And we're so excited to be back. This is our sixth and we're excited to have all of the other five out. So please check them out. Let us know what you guys are thinking. As always, comment, rate, subscribe. Uh, we are on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel. Check us out on Instagram. We'd we'll love to hear from you. Let's get into it. We're going to talk about the holidays. We have Christmas coming up, and it could be difficult for some people. Some people really enjoy it. So we're just going to focus on the topic of Christmas and the holiday season. Yes, and with that, we're going to talk about a few anecdotes of our own how we have celebrated christmas what we think about christmas or and or the holidays in general uh we also have kwanzaa during this time and hanukkah during this time too so we do want to give a spotlight to each of those holidays too and we also have new year's coming up as well three kings day or christmas witch holiday coming up so there's a lot of festival holidays familiar holidays that determine family structures during this time so we just want to spotlight that real quick and go into depth about it so let's just get into it how do you remember christmas or the holiday season from when you were a kid like how was it celebrated i think i had different phases of celebrating christmas i remember that when i was younger we would go and have the very high activity or re-enter Christmas and my mom would go all out and buy us Christmas presents and make them big and make them huge, the bigger the better. And the Christmas tree was filled with Christmas presents. But the older we got, the less that tradition took place to the point where I was already in high school and we weren't celebrating Christmas whatsoever. So for me, it was more of a phase out from my childhood to my teenage years. And in my adult life, I don't really like to celebrate Christmas. I do it because I have a child, but outside of that, my daughter always says that I'm the Grinch of Christmas, just because I think that it's very superficial and I think it forces people to act as if they are in loving families when they're not. So it's a very hypocritical time for me to be a part of and for me to take part in. But what about you? It's different. Our Christmases were very big, but it was big as far as like the material things. So lots of presents, lots of Christmas lights, big Christmas trees, ornaments, candy canes, stockings. Every year, my aunt, she's no longer alive now, but my aunt would make us a Christmas stocking every year full of like candy and little toys and little games. And she would give it to us on Christmas Eve when we gathered at Big Mama's house to exchange presents. And that was always kind of like the highlight for us, getting dressed, getting cute, and getting our gifts from other family members on December 24th. And then on the 25th is when we would open all the presents in the morning and play with them at night. So um, pretty simple, but it was fun. We enjoyed it. I don't really do that now with my child, only because, like, I don't really see a need to. I mean, I still buy her presents. She still gets lots of gifts. 
but the whole meeting up on the 24th and exchanging presents, we don't really do that anymore. And I don't want to do that anymore because as I got older, it felt kind of phony. No lie, like half the family didn't really talk to each other. Half the family didn't really see each other throughout the rest of the year. But we come together on Christmas Eve and want to be all holly jolly. So yeah, that's something that I was happy to stop doing when I became an adult. But we still make it fun. Yeah, it's very hypocritical, yes. I will say that I did open up my presents on December 24th because I am Latina, so we did do the traditional Latino Christmas, which was celebrate most of the Christmas on December 24th and open up the Christmas gifts on December 24th because that's what a Latino tradition looks like. And the food was delicious. My mom would cook from scratch, you know, traditional cuisines from Latin American countries, and we would help her. So during the day, we would be helping her. But this was during when we were younger in our years. But the older we got, the more that that tradition died out. Unfortunately, unfortunately, too, because quite honestly, I don't think that traditions work when family structure is not working, when the love is not there, when it's not genuine, the tradition dies. That's true. And that could be why a lot of families now no longer gather, because it's not genuine, because there's not no sincerity behind it. It's just... It's something that we think we're supposed to do, but we're starting to realize that we don't have to do it. And I think that's a good thing. We're at the point now we can make our own traditions and do our own celebrations. Yeah, that's that makes the way that Big Mama taught us. So that's true. That makes me think about that meme that you shared uh, somewhere that said something along the lines of you as an adult don't have to go back to your home, your childhood home to celebrate a holiday. You don't have to go back home to celebrate Thanksgiving. You don't have to go back home to celebrate Christmas. Like you don't have to go back to these areas where you know that the love is not as genuine as it should be. And there's tension just to celebrate a holiday, just to say that you have a family. That's not true. They're not mutually exclusive. That's true. That's true. And yeah, we should change up how we do things we don't have to stick to the same way and not just speaking with Christmas and New Year's but also with Thanksgiving too like this year my daughter and I stayed to ourselves and made pizza that's not the traditional Thanksgiving feast that we grew up doing or that I grew up doing but it's something new for us so I think it's a good thing that we can make our own traditions and celebrate in our own way I think that's what it should be about, celebrating how we choose to celebrate, not celebrating the Hallmark way or what society has deemed as celebrating styling worthy. And I say that because I, I think about Elf on the Shelf. You know how that has become a big tradition for children to get. And Elf on the Shelf is so expensive just because of the novelty during Christmas. So people price these elves on the shelf so expensive please and last year my daughter wanted to have one and quite honestly I can't make myself buy a little thing such as elf on the shelf for $40 like I my budget says no the way my bank is set up I need 30 days in advance notice and not even 30 days is good enough for elf on the shelf so I said no but I did make it and I think that within itself taught us that Christmas is about effort. Christmas and and these holidays is about how much effort you're putting into showcasing your love for the people around you. And we made an elf on the shelf out of a baby doll that we went to get from the Salvation Army. 
and we bought everything and we sewed her up and we named her Alfina <laughs> because she's a girl and she's Elf on the Shelf girl. And, and we this this year again we brought her out and she's out with us and the tradition of her is more important than following the strand of Elf on the Shelf. Oh, that's cute though. I like your way better. So, can you tell the listeners a little bit about Elfina? Like, we all know Elf on the Shelf. He moves around the house. He's mischievous, and he, you know, does little cute things. But can you tell them exactly what Elfina does around the house? Yeah. So Elfina gets charged. <laughs> this is my spiritual side taking over with this traditional side of Christmas. So when we decided to create Elfina we said to each other, like, how is she gonna gain this magical power that Elf on the Shelf has? And, you know, being spiritual, I believe in the power of the moon. So I told my daughter that, you know, she has to get charged by the moon. And if listeners out there, if you guys have watched Rise of the Guardian, you'll know that Jack Frost is, speaks to the moon and the moon is, they call it the man on the moon. And the man on the moon is the one that dictates them and how they use their energetical powers to have hope and creativity stay alive in the world and so I took that same premise and I told my daughter like Elfina needs some power from the moon let's put her outside and <laughs> ever since she got charged you know she lets us know the countdown to Christmas she watches out for things that does and labels them whether she's naughty or nice yes yeah, so she watches over my child and she watches movies with us she moves at night and she has to move every night or else she loses her power. And she also lets us know the percentage of her power. And if she gets touched, she gets her power sapped. And that's very dangerous for Elfina because if Elfina gets sapped too many times, that means that she can't come back to this body. It's a whole, it's a whole conundrum of a story and following the clues and the ways of Elfina's magic. But I think that within itself creates so much tradition and memory of imagination that my daughter will have for the rest of her life and that's what's most important to me more than celebrating Christmas. That's what it should be though especially for kids. I don't know if many people know this or if they even remember being a child themselves. Yeah it was exciting to have presents on Christmas but it was more exciting to think about Santa Claus and more exciting to hear the Christmas music. It was the whole creative side that us as kids really looked for. So yeah. I think your daughter will really appreciate that when she gets older and, you know, thinks about it. I hope so. I did look at this. I told you about this meme that I saw on Instagram that said it wasn't until I became an adult that I realized that the Christmas magic wasn't really Christmas magic. It was more the love and the amount of love that my parent had for me in order to create this magical spirit of all the holidays, especially Christmas. And that's what I'm trying to repeat with my child is just create that aspect of imagination, creativity, wonder, hope, like, are you gonna get what you want from this Santa Claus? And even Santa Claus, in my house, that's not a big thing because we work hard for our money. So we wanna give our child what we get from our money, but at the same time, put a sprinkle of it may be true that this creature that you're talking about comes into the house and leaves a present. It might be true, it might not be. I mean, it's up for debate. Yeah, and see, some parents take that away from their kids by telling them there's no such thing as Santa and Santa don't buy you this, that, and the third. That may be true, but why kill their imagination like that? 
If they yeah. want to believe that this man has reindeer flying all over the world to bring them goodies, have a little fun and let them have that. Why do we want to kill a kid's imagination? Yeah, it's almost like killing a, a, a soul before he even gets the ability to create magic. And if honestly, y'all believe y'all dusty ass boyfriend when he says that he ain't cheating on y'all. <laughs> so you're going to turn around and kill your baby spirit, but you believe your man? Stop it. Well, it's different when it comes to a man. You know how people are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let the kids be kids. They, they'll learn when they get older that this person is not a thing and the gifts came from you. They'll learn that, but no need to rush it. Yes, and even if they don't learn it, I think there's beauty in a kid looking back at their childhood and saying, wow, like, my parents did all of that just to keep my imagination and my childhood staying there and me being able to be a kid. Like, that's so important. That is love. And I want that. I, I That's what I go for during the holiday season. I don't really like holidays, like I said earlier, because I feel like it's a bunch of hypocrisy, a whole bunch of phony energy, and <laughs> I repulse that completely. I don't like fake energy in families, just because maybe me being estranged from my family makes me a little bit more cynical, but I don't appreciate it. I like to enjoy my time with my daughter. I know what she likes. This year, we're doing a Nightmare Before Christmas thing, and we have been enjoying ourselves doing it just because it's our tradition, it's our memory, it's us taking part in what we want to remember this Christmas by and not just following the traditional steps of put this ornament in red, blue, green, that's it. No, we want to do something different. We want to put a stamp on it. Well, see, that's how you and I are different because we don't do themes on our tree here. <laughs> you just pick it up, look literally, it looks Christmas-like, put it on the tree. Uh, wrapping paper, I don't have a certain theme of wrapping paper. If it's <sighs> able to be wrapped <laughs> and I got some tape, we're going to make it work. There is no thing. <laughs> okay, listeners, we're going to let you in on a secret. As much as I don't like, you know, the holidays and Christmas for the family aspect of things, I do take it very serious for the decoration of things. And Miss Kim here has been getting spammed with gift wrapping videos. <laughs> but they're so cute and creative. I will give her that. She has been sending me a lot of uh, how to use, what is it, like the toilet paper roll and make it a gift card holder. How to, she taught me how to make ribbons out of wrapping paper last winter. Uh, different videos on how to wrap different size presents. Y'all, I didn't know this type of stuff existed, but I'm very glad that she sent it to me. Some <laughs> of it I probably can't do, but now I know there's other ways. <laughs> I sent it to her because I wanted to get excited about wrapping gifts. I love wrapping gifts. Christmas time, birthday time, anytime that you need a gift wrapped, I am your person. Just because I enjoy the creativity of wrapping a gift, it's so much fun. I get to make bows. This year we're making bows from ribbon. Uh, We made some flowers from tissue paper. Uh, We are going all out and so much so that my daughters are like, Mama, I'm so, I don't want to open up the presents, but I really do. (laughs) She's like, what are we going to (laughs) do? Girl, I told you because y'all put a lot of hard work into those, these designs of wrapping papers. Y'all should really frame one or two of them and she can have them for the rest of her life. 
definitely. I will let her know that that's an idea for her. Now, let's go ahead and move on to talk about a little bit deeper of a topic. So I did mention that I became estranged from my family a long time ago. And I, if you guys have been listening to other podcast episodes, you'll, you'll know more of, you'll be able to put two and two together. But during holidays, because I'm estranged from my family and before I had my daughter, there were some holidays where I spent alone. And I just wanted to take the time out and acknowledge that people are out here spending holidays alone. And I want you guys to know, like, if you are spending a holiday alone, you're never alone. You're never alone. You have the energy of the people. You have the energy of the time. You don't have to feel alone. Don't allow society to tell you that on this one day out of the whole year, you're feeling alone because that's not true. And don't allow your timeline to make you believe that you are missing out on something that is not even the reality of the situation. I can't remember if it was around Christmas time or Thanksgiving, but in between November and December, depression rates go up because of the holiday blues. And also with suicidal rates, they go up a lot during this time of year. You know, just just know you'll be okay. Like she said, you're never alone. There are different outlets out there to help you feel like you have someone with you. And honestly, when it's all said and done, it's just another regular, regular day. Yes, it so is. Me, I'll be okay. Yeah, I think it's part of embracing being alone, but also realizing that it's just another day. Even though, I will say this, that day sometimes is really hard to just see as another 24 hours when society is throwing all of this sparkly, daggery, family-oriented type of holiday in your face. It, it does make you feel like, oh, shit, there's something wrong with me. Like, why am I not in this type of mode? And or why aren't people inviting me into their home, into their heart, into their space if it's a holiday made for love, care, and tradition and, and community? Well, I don't know if you took a look at it yet, but the link that you sent me, it talks a little bit about how we can avoid advertisements <laughs> because I know you go outside, there are Christmas lights. You turn the TV, there's Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus and elves and stuff. In that list, in the link that you sent me, it mentions yeah. not turning on the TV. Ooh. So the list that we're talking about comes from the website choosingtherapy.com and it ta- it's the article specifically relating to holiday loneliness steps. And as Kim said, it's don't turn on the TV. But that's kind of hard to do. What if you want to watch TV? If it's another day, you should be able to watch TV. Okay. Um, maybe watch Hulu or Netflix so you don't really have to see a Christmas ad. Oh, that's really hard to watching, do. I don't know. I mean, that's one way to do it. Instead of watching regular TV with regular commercials watch something on a streaming service that way you can pick and choose what you see that's true that is true um i would say that on that list tells you be prepared by coping ahead and i think part of coping and being prepared is thinking about this like knowing that this time comes around every year let's learn from it from the year previous there was a year recently where i spent christmas time alone by myself ever since I had my daughter, which was about nine years ago. At that time, she was probably like 
she was very young. I had spent Christmas with her since the day she was born. And I never felt like I was physically alone until that time. And I was not prepared to be alone during Christmas. And so much so that I wasn't preparing myself to like, what movies am I going to watch? What am I going to eat? And it made me feel like I was really on the outside of society. And I told myself that I would never feel that way again. And ever since then, I've always tried to make a plan ahead of if I don't have my kid, I will do this. I will prepare myself this way and I will list the things that I want to do ahead of time. So I'm not thinking about it as I'm feeling lonely during the time that I don't have my kid during holidays. I never had to spend a holiday without my child. So I can only imagine how, how that can make someone feel, how that made you feel. That's actually a little heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. I was so heartbroken to the point where I'm just like, what is this holiday number that I can text so I could talk to someone? <laughs> and the number that I texted was 643-8833. And we will put that in the description. It's a holiday hotline and it's just a tool that you can use to text to call a center where there are volunteers that will want to talk to you during this time and that time where I didn't have my kid I texted them and it wasn't that I was feeling it wasn't that I was ready to not be a part of society or anything like that it was more of the just the feeling of hey, I, I'm estranged from my family, hello. <laughs> and two, I don't have my child. And then three, this house is very lonely and it's very creepy and I'm alone and I feel lonely and I'm scared and I need a rope to hold on until my daughter comes back home. And that hotline helped me and we talked about my kid. We talked about how I was feeling and it helped it. we had a you know few conversations about just you know whatever conversations and it really adjusted my emotional state and i was able to move on from that day and look forward to my child returning and when she came back we had a great time and we celebrated christmas all over with her and it was fun but at the same time i know that that hotline really helped me during that time so once again i will say it it is six four seven eight eight three three and we will put it in the description box so for those that are alone and feeling a little lonely and want to have conversation that's not romantically based you can always text that number a lot of people can get a use out of that number they really need that it's company it like it may company. not be physical company sitting right next to you but it's still somebody to kind of keep your mind off of the day Yes, so. and it and sometimes physical company right next to you doesn't even do it. Like you can go to a party, you can be around a whole bunch of people, but you will still feel alone if you haven't had the time to, if you haven't had the time to embrace your loneliness. It doesn't matter where you are, and I think that number gives you the ability to embrace your loneliness. I remember the first text message it was after they asked, you know, are you feeling? And I'm just like, oh. I'm feeling lonely. <laughs> they ask, like, okay, so what makes you feel so lonely? Like, why are you feeling this way? And it makes you think, like, I'm feeling lonely because of this, because of that, because I have no control over this, but I can control this. 
And it really helped me dissect the fact that I was feeling lonely because I was missing my child, but I was focusing so much on missing my child that I wasn't focusing on myself and the time alone that I had for myself at that time. And when that mind shifted, I was able to cope with my loneliness and embrace it. And I think that is the most helpful thing that that hotline did for me. And of course, they wish me a Merry Christmas. Oh, but that was sweet though. Y'all out there, if you're feeling that way for the next couple weeks with the Christmas holiday or whichever, use that number, please. It may do you some good. Yes, and if you don't, if you don't think you need that number, volunteer. If you're feeling lonely and you don't have a family to go to, you can always volunteer. At that time, I didn't think about volunteering at like my local kitchen soup or my local pantry, but that's always a good time to volunteer, give back. So you're not alone. So you can feel like you're in service of doing something. Mm, that's true. That's true. Another thing on this list, it talks about lowering the stakes. So Christmas time is stressful. It may not be like that for everyone. But for me personally, trying to Christmas shop for all these people and make sure they're happy. And even sometimes having expectations of gifts for myself can be stressful. And it can help if we did lower our expectations a little bit. Don't expect your sister to give you a nice present. Don't expect to be able to afford a present for all your nieces and nephews. Like we sometimes got to change that up too to make us feel better around this time. Yeah, that is so true. Lower your expectations of what Christmas is truly about. That makes me think about the necessity for people to be like oh you have to get me a christmas present if you don't get me a christmas present that means you don't love me that means you don't care about me that means your friendship is caca that's not always true at that point you're giving with sticky fingers it's not genuine it goes back to the whole idea that christmas has lost the genuine side if you give somebody your present because you want one bag just don't give them a fucking present that's yes. stupid you don't do that Yes, and another thing, you don't go give people a list of things you want to get as presents from them. What are They're not your sugar daddy. You're not your sugar mama. <laughs> Unless they ask, because sometimes I do ask people, is there something on your Christmas list you want? Or can you give me a couple of ideas of what you want for Christmas? So if they ask, that's different. But even if they do ask, or if you ask someone, don't just throw out a bunch of expensive things. Come on now, be reasonable. That is so true. Be reasonable. And if you can't buy it yourself, don't be expecting other people to buy it for you during Christmas. What is this? Charity time? That's how some people see it. I know people like that would give you a list with $200 shoes or a $1,300 phone. And it's like, baby, you got food stamps. What you gonna do with all of this? Exactly. Like you getting food stamps on the regular, but you want me to not in my non getting food stamp ass buy you something I can't even afford for myself? Oh, excuse me. No, no, no. I'm I'm a generous person. I do believe in buying nice gifts from people. However, I gotta draw the line somewhere. Don't come asking me for something that's completely off the wall. And even with myself, if someone were to ask me what I want for Christmas. I keep it simple. I love socks. If I get socks for Christmas, I'm happy as hell. Like, it don't take much. Like, we can be simple with things. Yeah, as we should be uh, simple with things. I don't understand this whole commotion of 
we have to be extraordinary on Christmas. Uh, you have another 365 or 364 days, depending on the year, to make an impact upon people's lives. You don't need Christmas to get someone a gift. That's true. That's true. You can buy people just because gifts throughout the year. And they will be more valuable and they will be remembered even more. So listeners, buy your people gifts throughout the year, not wait till Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it don't got to be nothing expensive either. It could be something real simple. Yeah. Socks, slippers, a nice t-shirt from Five Below. You know, different things like that. But yeah, some <laughs> Christmas weed, you know. Okay. Okay. Take a trip to the dispensary and get them a nice little, I don't know. How you? How do you buy weed? By the ounce? I don't know. By the dub. <laughs> By the ounce. Okay. Okay, Kim. I would like an ounce of weed. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know how to. <laughs> Talking about she got big pockets. Only <laughs> stoners are out here like an ounce. <laughs> well, it's your friend. <laughs> obvious i'm not a weed smoker y'all so i don't know how this stuff is special <laughs> people are gonna be hitting you up i want an ounce of weed too friend <laughs> <laughs> i can give you some socks <laughs> the socks will be much cheaper than that ounce of weed <laughs> <laughs> But all that to say, y'all, just be reasonable with your Christmas list. And again, etiquette. Don't give a list unless you're asked. <laughs> and even if you're asked, give a simple list. Don't be getting, don't be putting things on the list on that you can't even afford. Like, if you can't afford it, don't expect someone else to get it for you. Of course, of course. <laughs> unless unless it's your daddy and your mama and you know they load it. And that's different. <laughs> But even then, they may tell you, uh, you can go kick rocks. <laughs> I'm not getting that for you. So That's true. <laughs> Don't expect too much. There's a meme that Kim sent to me on our Instagram that says, this Christmas, it's okay to, and it has different pictures and different captions for the pictures. And the first one says, enjoy food, miss previous years, eat more, take time out, feel alone, and struggle with food. There's a lot of food in there. Yeah, I was noticing that after I sent it to you, like it talks about food a lot, but that's okay. I'm thinking because during the seasons, you know, people really like to go all out for Christmas and for Thanksgiving, it's like a whole feast. And maybe that's what they're talking about. Like if you're feeding alone, it's okay if you want to eat. If you're not, if you're feeding alone and you don't want to eat, like it's okay if you don't want it. It's okay to not make the traditional cuisine for Christmas or these holidays like you don't have to follow the tradition you could eat cereal in bed all day if that's what you want to do just take care of yourself that's true and you should whatever makes you happy cereal in bed maybe do a whole feast for just yourself there's no definition on how food should be consumed at holidays do what makes you happy I remember when I was spending Christmas alone, I kept thinking about other people and how other people had spent Christmas alone. And that made me cry. Because I'm like, wow, like people are out here spending Christmas alone and not feeling love and feeling like you don't, you cannot talk about this loneliness that you're feeling. And I remember going online and being like, oh, I want someone to talk about this. Not talk about the cheery stuff so much so, but talk about that we are out here. 
we are people are out here not celebrating with their families or celebrating with very small families i just want to take space i just want that to be something that this podcast really takes space on because we're not here to represent the jingles and the bells of christmas we're here to represent the people that are not celebrating because they're choosing to or they're just simply not in the spirit of yeah yeah do your own thing that's all don't feel like you're out of place or something's wrong yes because nothing is wrong at all y'all made it another day so ain't nothing wrong yeah (laughs) if you do have kids out there and you're trying to christmas shop and things like that maybe don't focus so much more on the material but make it like a warm fuzzy feeling for them make it a memory for them when they get older they won't remember the presents but they'll remember how they felt yeah that's true and even if like let's say you don't have kids you can always do like a like a little friendly gift exchange amongst a small group of friends people do that what's it called secret santa or something yeah secret santa (laughs) I, i made everybody at my job do it the first year i got there and they were like Oh, and I'm like, yeah, guys, we're about to do this. I don't know you. You don't know me, but we're about to do this. <laughs> the Secret Santas are fun, though. And then Secret Santa also, like, I guess depending on how it's done amongst a group of people, but it could be gifts under $10. So you're not spending a whole lot, but it could still be something nice. I, I like Secret Santa. I do, too. I think Secret Santa brings it back to the whole moral of what Christmas is. It's not about the luxury things. It's about the idea of you're thinking of someone and you're getting them something that you think they will enjoy. That's what drives me to Christmas shop or that that's what drives me to get presents for people. Just because it's not about the item. The item could be tossed, the item could be broken. It's about the thought. It's about I'm giving you this energy. I'm inputting this thought into what I'm giving to you and I hope you love it because it's out of love. And it could be five dollars. It could be a couple of dollars. It doesn't have. It could be something that's handmade. I know for our last Christmas, my daughter and I made these little type thing, canvas type trees, and we sent them to her family members uh, and their, you know, the other places in the United States. And they really enjoyed them. And it was just such, such a simple arts and crafts thing that we enjoyed doing it. And at the same time, when they got them, they knew that it was coming from our hands and it was something that was created with love and they enjoyed it too. That's what I love, the handmade gifts. I really enjoy those. Like it, it warms my heart a little bit. My daughter, she has made me an ornament every year from kindergarten till this Christmas. So I have an ornament from kindergarten, first grade, second grade, and I collect them every year. I bring them out and put them back on our Christmas tree. And that's something I look forward to every year is her coming home with another handmade ornament from school. And it seems so lame. I know, y'all. I'm sitting here getting emotional over a popsicle ornament she made when she was five. But... (laughs) But, like, like, you... You just don't understand. Like, it really makes me happy to hold on to that and still have that. So, I love it. I like handmade little things. That's so interesting. I don't have any handmade ornaments that she made from her years. Uh, I think I took a picture of them. I don't, I don't, (laughs) I'm terrible holding on to things (laughs) like that. (laughs) That's terrible. I'm calling myself out currently. 
but nonetheless, we do make things from scratch and things from our hands and, and creatively every every time we do have a holiday. So I don't feel too terribly. Like I told you guys earlier, we're creating this whole theme of A Nightmare Before Christmas and we're doing it together and we have been enjoying it so much so that she's like, Mama, next year we're going to have a different thing. But next year we're going to pick something that I want to do so we can do this all over again. And that within itself is tradition for me. I did have a question. So for those that do have Christmas trees, what is the timeline between putting it up and taking it down? <laughs> I didn't think, well, okay. I take that back. There is a timeline. However, I would say if it's still up around Valentine's Day, you dead ass wrong. That tree needs to come down. I will say that. And I've seen people like literally a week before Halloween put their tree up. And that seems a little soon. For me, I put my tree up either the day after Thanksgiving or the day, I'm sorry, or the week before Thanksgiving, depending on my mood. And then I take the tree down like a week or two after the new year. Okay, okay. I don't really have a time frame of when I put it up. I think I put it up sometime before Christmas. <laughs> and that could be a week. Wait, what is sometime before Christmas? Uh, like I don't know. Or... Yeah, yeah, it could oh, be God. the day before. <laughs> it could be an hour before. It could be a whole month before. I don't subscribe to this. I, I know that in American culture or just in Christmas culture, they do it the day before Thanksgiving on that Black Friday. But I just don't like the idea of... of uh, okay, let's shove Thanksgiving out of the way. Here comes Christmas. Like, excuse me. I'm still fat from everything I just ate. Give me a second. <laughs> okay, yeah, that is what happens. If you think about it, I- I'm pretty sure you've seen the memes all over, like, the media. But uh, 31st is Halloween, and then November 1st is Christmas. Like, <laughs> that's how people kind of treat it. <laughs> no, I don't follow that, but I do leave it until January 6th because January 6th is 13th day and it's the Christmas witch day. So I do like to subscribe to those holidays as well, just because uh, Christmas is so overpowered and Three Kings Day is my birthday, as well as it's an important holiday. And it's not known as much in the American culture, but I'm Latina, so I'm going to subscribe to it. And Christmas witch is not Latina based, but the idea of celebrating January 6th is something that I'm forever going to be a part of. So whatever celebrates that day, I am with it. Even if a baby's born during that day, I'm <laughs> with that baby too. <laughs> well, you know, I have another question for you then. Yes. So with all this talk of buy this, buy that, Christmas list this, Christmas list that, what would you say is something that's at the very top of your Christmas list? something at the very top of my Christmas list. I don't really know actually. I was wondering that too recently because my daughter had asked me like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, well, I have everything. And I know that that makes me sound so humble, but realistically speaking, like I have everything that I need. I have a roof over my head. I have a job that is consistent. I have my daughter that is healthy. I have a good friendship. I have good relationships with people around me. I have done a lot of growth. 
in my personal life, in my career, that I don't need any material thing. What I need is support. What I need is love. And I have that and I am thankful for that. So do I need anything? No. Do I have anything that I that I want? Not particularly. I mean, would I like a new tattoo? Sure. Would I like new wheels on my car? Sure. But I don't want expect anybody to get that for me. I want to get that for myself. Does that answer okay. your question? Okay. <laughs> toilet yeah, paper. That's a very good answer. <laughs> oh God. Okay, you're right. Necessities. I told my daughter when she asked me, I'm like, I, I just want my two front teeth. And I always answer the question like, I just want my two front teeth. I I don't, that's all I want. My two front teeth so I could smile, so I could be happy in life. And she's all like, Mama, you have your two front teeth. That's true. I may not always have them, you know, but until I have them, until I don't, I would just want to have them. <laughs> What about you? What's on your top? What What do you really want? I honestly can't think of nothing like material that I would want. Like I always tell my daughter for Christmas, what I want from her is to just be happy and appreciate any present that she has. That's all I ask to see her happy, make sure she appreciates everything, make sure she's grateful. But honestly, there's not really a material thing I want. It would be nice to probably have a new TV in my living room. It would be nice to probably have a filter for my turtle's tank, but (laughs) that's something that I will get on my own. I'm not going to tell someone that and then expect them to get it, but everyone happy, healthy, and appreciate what you got, and I'm fine with that. Yes, that turtle might get a tank might get a filter from me, listeners. (laughs) Oh my goodness, my turtle was fine, y'all. She just Filterless right now, but she's fine. <laughs> and I am the turtle police, so I check in on this turtle often. <laughs> but I do want to. Good, she's still swimming. That's good. So I do want to transition into this idea that I got for my daughter's school. So at her school, every every so often they do out loud gift giving, and that means that you don't really give anybody anything, but you give them your words and affirmations of just friendship or whatever situation. So for this episode, me and Kim will give each other something that is vocal. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Kim, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? I can go first. Okay. Let's drum roll. Or maybe we should put jingle bells in here. So something vocal, a vocal gift. I will say to you, Jay, that you are a very loyal person. I will also say because of you being such an intellectual woman and a powerful woman, you uplift people around you and you may not know that or you may not notice that, but you definitely have a gift. You definitely pour into other people and it's hard to find that anywhere else. Continue to be the wonderful woman that you are. You are on a path to greatness. You're breaking curses. (laughs) You're setting good examples. You have great leadership qualities. And I really appreciate having you in my circle. I wouldn't have it any other way. And Aww. sometimes I feel like you're the only one I have. But having you is enough. 
and I love you. <laughs> These are the best gifts ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna need you crying. I'm gonna need you cry. I'm trying my best here. I was not prepared for that. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's what we're doing, right? You said both. <laughs> okay, thank you. I appreciate my gift. It's very welcome. So, Kim, to you. My gift to you is just gratitude. I am so grateful that you are my friend. I am so grateful that you are my sister and I am so grateful that you have allowed me to see you and be a part of your life the way that you have. The vulnerability that you take on with me is so beautiful and you don't make me feel alone. And to me, that speaks volumes. Like you said, you know, sometimes it feels like you're all that I have, but if you are all that I have, then I have the will. And I am so happy for that. So thank you. And my gift is, <laughs> I saw this meme that said, my friends this year are getting their renewed friendship. <laughs> so Kim, my friend, my, my gift to you is the renewal of our friendship. <laughs> I'll take it. I will gladly take it. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so that tell shows you listeners like you can give gifts of words to people and I'm, I can guarantee you that will make their moment their life and they will remember that it's not about things it's not about the time you can give love to people anytime oh oh that was so sweet listeners you should try that maybe call up a friend cousin I don't know your mama your daddy and do the same thing. Y'all need to give that a try. That was lovely. Yes, it was. And I want to, we want to challenge you guys to at least do it one time with someone. Someone that you feel comfortable. Give them a gift of words. Give them a gift of just taking time and acknowledging them and their impact on your life. Oh, that was very sweet. See, y'all learned something new today. So keep your money in your pocket. Do that instead. <laughs> And, I mean, not to be a plug over here, but during this time, is the perfect time to buy the fellow people that you love some stocks, some bonds, some CDs. Put some money in investment. Okay, that too. That too. Before you go buy Junior, that PS5, maybe put a little bit into some stocks. <laughs> yes, into some growing stocks that he can later on have so they can pay dividends out to them. That's a perfect gift to give them. I do just want to acknowledge one more time to the people that are listening that are feeling alone and lonely during this time and are singularly enjoying this time alone. Take the time to know how you want to enjoy this day. Do not allow society to dictate how you are feeling during this time. You have control over what you do and you have control over how you feel about something. Take control back. Make it your time. This is your revolutionary time to exist in this world, to exist in this timeline. Make it worthwhile and don't allow this day or any holiday time to make you feel like you are less than because you're not. You're here for a purpose and you are here to fulfill a mission. Focus on that. 
Oh, that was beautiful. That was wonderful. I think that's a really good piece of advice they should hold on to. Yes. And don't forget to call people if you need some help too, because if you need some help, go ahead and call your therapist. Go ahead and text that number, the number that I gave you guys. And I'll say it again, 647-8833. And we will put it in the description box. Do not be afraid to use the resources that we have available to us. Because during this time, like Kim said, a lot of souls are lost to the loneliness, to the sadness. We don't want to be out here not acknowledging that during this time. Well, listeners, continue to take care of yourself. Set new traditions. Read a good book. (laughs) Connect with family if you can. And just do your own thing. Uh, Continue to grow continue to be your beautiful authentic selves yes enjoy your life uh don't forget to listen to music don't forget to pray move in love all will be well and the universe has a plan for us follow that plan even though it might be scary sometimes and lonely it's okay do some drawing (laughs) well some beautiful things happen in scary times but all that to say happy holidays Christmas, Kwanzaa, uh, winter solstice. Uh, yes. What am I missing? Hanukkah. <laughs> yeah, Hanukkah. Feliz Navidad. You know, for everybody who's celebrating my Latinos out there, Feliz Navidad. Tengan un buen año nuevo. Enjoy your time. Once again, you don't have to go back to your lives in your family homes if they're toxic or unhealthy. Do your own thing. Don't follow the culture norm just because it's been in the culture. There you go. So y'all be safe. Enjoy the rest of your week and we'll see y'all next Sunday. This episode has been brought to you by Soul Tribe Publishing House.